What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Titanus Podcast, the Christmas show. It's going to be pretty cool, man. It's hard to believe Christmas is around the corner already. Where does the time go, man? I bet y'all are in the same boat as me. You don't even know if you got all your shit done. It's just such a mess, right? Well, we're going to kind of get your mind off that tonight and talk about some Christmas stuff. And an announcement is coming for tonight that I'm pretty stoked about. I can't wait to share that with y'all. Alright, with it being Christmas and all, like, do you have any kind of, like, traditions that you had in the past that you, um, basically carried on, or do you have any new ones you started? Um, it depends. I mean, when I was still living at home, we always had the tradition of opening presents on Christmas Eve, or one present on Christmas Eve after going to, uh, church on Christmas Eve, um, <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that. I'll just get into it quick. When, when I was younger, I was a really bad child. And, you know, my mom told me, if you're good after church, um, you get to open one present before Christmas. So I was all excited. You know, we went to church and I was just so misbehaved, <laughs> running up and down the aisles. And my dad's coworker was there at the church sitting behind us. And uh, when the priest was singing, I was yelling, stop, you're hurting my ears. And just being, I was being an obnoxious little shit. And like my parents were so embarrassed and my dad's buddy was laughing his ass off. And when we left the church, we're getting, walking to the car, we get in the car. You know, I get loaded up in my car seat or whatever. And I'm like, so I was going to get a present. Mom loads me in. She's like, you're not getting anything. We're going home. So I'm screaming, pulling off my snow boot, hitting the rear window. Everyone's staring at my parents like they abducted me or something. Wow. Needless dude. to say, I went home that <laughs> night right to bed. I didn't get no present on Christmas Eve. Shit. Well, for me, <laughs> there's an old one and a new one. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, as a kid, yeah, I would get to open something on Christmas Eve too. Mm-hmm. So that's the old one. And as far as the new one goes, someone sent me a link of an advent calendar, but it's like when you open it, it's titties. (laughs) So that's my new one now, because I love tits. You've been showing me, and I'm quite enthralled (laughs) with that. Uh, Did you ever have a lot of those chocolate advent calendars? I did that for the longest time. I used to, as a kid, I got them like every year. Me too. And I loved the chocolate, but they were never half as good as the titties. Oh my god. (laughs) No, no, it's like, when I was younger, I was like, fuck waiting, I'm opening it, and then it was like, all off, because I wanted the damn chocolate, I wouldn't wait for nobody. See, that wouldn't fly when I was a kid, I would've got punched square in the fucking head. Well, I'm, 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 I would forget, or my dad, and i get all mad, and I'd have a bunch to open, or like, okay, it's close enough to the end of the day, you can open the next day, it's like... I wasn't trying to get beaten with a shoe or something, <laughs> so I wouldn't do that shit. Like I said, I was a little shit when I was a kid, so... <laughs> What do you expect? Yeah, we came from two different places. I would have been punched in the back of the fucking head immediately. Oh, God. And I remember I had one, and it actually came up in my Facebook memories. It was an NHL advent calendar. I think I got from Dollarama, and I was complaining because it had, like, it was old. I know it was old, so I hope the chocolate wasn't old because it still had the Atlanta Thrashers on there. It had 32 days on the calendar, not 31. Is it just me, or is it kind of, like, hilarious how you can... Not really pinpoint, but you can kind of see where it starts, where 
for Christmas as a kid, you fucking despised getting clothes. And then all of a sudden, it started to be exciting to get clothes. Absolutely. In fact, <laughs> I asked for a new pair of work shoes. And that's what I got for Christmas. But I mean, back in the day, like, I know. you reach a certain age and it starts to get to a point where, like, clothes is all you want. Like, all you want to get is new clothing. Exactly. Or... You know, but when you're a kid, it's like, oh, God, Right? No. That's one less toy you could have had, right? Exactly. And as you gradually get older. It, you, that's what you appreciate, especially if it's, like, you know, name brand or... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not talking about fucking socks and shit. That's when you're a grown-ass man and, like, you go through them like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> then you appreciate those. But, you know, before that, it's like, you want that Nike sweater or, like, whatever the fuck you're into at the time. For me, it was always the expensive Nike shit that, like, you know, it's $100 for a fucking hoodie. Exactly. So, I mean, I did, oh, no, that was my birthday. Like, I was going to say, like, a nice jacket or something or boots. Or even, like, you know, commonly for clothes, what I would get when I got older was uh, pajamas, usually. Or a sweater, you know, high-end name brand stuff. I got a lot of shit, dude. So, like, you know. But what was the coolest gift that you got? Oh. Or gifts, whatever. Um, I've gotten a lot of pretty good stuff throughout my years. I mean, the ones that are most memorable, I would have to say, oh no, I, I didn't get that for Christmas, I'm sorry. I did get a PlayStation for Christmas, um, PlayStation 1. Uh, but I remember getting, like, my Barbie dream house. It was pink and it had, like, the working battery-operated elevator. That was really good but <laughs> i actually remember a gift memory like getting fooled because i was notorious for trying to find my presents before my mom wrapped them or i would tear the corners or try and lift the tape so i could see what it was i was horrible for that i've kind of cut that i've cut that shit out for the most part <laughs> but anyways my grandmother she came to stay with us for christmas um and she brought in the gifts, and she, you know, they put them under the tree. And, of course, you know, my curious little ass, I go in there, I look, and I see this pasta container, like this weird, like, <laughs> Italian pasta container under the tree with my name on it. And I was about seven years old, six years old, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, no, that can't be for me. That can't be. So, you know, come a time when we open up the presents, she hands me this pasta container i'm looking all defeated i'm like oh thank you and she's like no 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 open it up and there's something wrapped inside a smaller package inside this so i open it and i was actually excited it was um batman and robin on vhs yes i know that movie sucked shit but <laughs> i was just so fucking yeah, happy when you're a kid you don't know any different you don't know any different like when i was seven i thought the movie's amazing but when you get older you're like oh my god it's one of the Worst Batman movies ever. I can almost pinpoint all my best gifts. Yeah? Honestly. Um, you know, fuck me. Like, when I was six and a half, like, I got... You know, and I say six and a half because, well, I, just about seven almost, but obviously my birthday's in January, mm -hmm. so, like, fucking... I was going on seven, but not quite there yet because Christmas comes first. Mm -hmm. So... I ended up one year getting this big-ass box thing, and I was like, what the fuck is this, right? And uh, this is probably the one Christmas I got the most shit first year. I, you know, uh, my old man just got married at the time and whatever. So um, it's my first year in a house with him that he bought, and, you know, so they went all out. And 
so I got this big ass box and I was like, cool, open it up. And it was this fucking carrying case for Ninja Turtle figures. And I was like, that's cool, but I don't have any. And they're like, oh, well, in case you ever do get some, you know, you might buy some. Your birthday's coming up, blah, blah, blah. You know, the same old bullshit to make you think that, you know, you're not getting any. And sure as shit, start opening other gifts. What is it? Ninja Turtle toys. Uh, the night before, there was a knock at my door. And my old man goes out to see who the fuck's at our door at that time of night on Christmas Eve. And he caught our neighbor running away. He's this really cool Scottish guy that uh, we live next door to, uh, Bill. And um, he fucked off. He worked for Mattel, I believe it was. And he dropped off two Batman figures from the Batman movie because it came out that year in 89. Um, so I thought that was super cool. But that year I get the Ninja Turtles toys and everything else, but I also got my fucking Nintendo. So that was super fucking wow. awesome. That sounds like a pretty darn good Christmas. Um, I think actually the first Christmas when my parents moved into um, their house in 95, which was like their first house they bought together because my mom moved in with my dad in his house and then they got married and then they had me. So they bought this house together. It was their first house they got together. And I just remember being really good, and there was a lot of pictures in that. And I did get, it was, I think, when uh, Batman Forever came out, and I got, like, all the action figures for that movie. And, like, this Barbie um, RV camper van toy. And I remember the wheels kept popping off, and I was all, like, sad and stuff, and I'd still play with it anyways. But my mom was, like, upset. She's like, you know, poor kid gets this toy in that. And it's not working. But, of course, you're young. You don't give a darn. You just put the wheel back on. You keep playing with that son of a bitch. So, but I actually, Mattel, I have to say, because you brought up your neighbor working for them. They're actually a quite reputable company. Obviously. Yeah, yeah they uh, replace the van. They let me come to their um, their factory warehouse thing and let me pick out a replacement, which I thought was so cool. I think when I was eight, my big-ass present that I got that was fucking nuts was, like, keep in mind, this is, like, 91 or whatever. Um, so, fucking, I ended up getting, like, 1990, 91. I ended up getting um, a 32-inch color TV from my room, from my bedroom. I was like, yo, hook my Nintendo up to that bitch. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, man, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking the fucking back in the day. We didn't have flat-screen TVs. No, these were the two yeah, big-ass box TVs. Exactly, but it was, like, more modern than the usual so it's cool man <laughs> it's just funny when you see those uh, these days i actually came across one today and it was just like wow to think how far technology's come but well, yeah and i mean back then too at that time like none of my neighbors had a tv in their bedroom no it's like when you had a tv in your room like my niece did like it was like you made it like seriously you know, but it seems to be common now. A lot of kids have TVs or whatever, computers in their room. But oh, yeah, but back then, like, you didn't fucking, you couldn't afford that shit. No. You know, like, it was fucking a different time. That shit was not cheap. No, especially, do you remember the small TVs with the VHS built right in there? Yeah, but... I had one. Yeah, I know, but that was small. Like, I'm talking a 32-inch fucking, like, that's the kind of shit people would buy for their living room. Yeah. At that time. And I'm, you know, that was big for a living room back then. And I'm getting it from my fucking bedroom. What size TV did your old man have in the living room, just out of curiosity? Oh, the, the, much bigger. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, much bigger. That's um, a pretty awesome present. Yeah, dude. So, and then um, 
I remember a couple of years later, I got my Sega Genesis, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then one year, I got a fucking CD player, which, again, back then, they were not fucking cheap. No. You know what I mean? So, and I I don't know. I, we did things so different. Ever since I was six, I had a, a fucking uh, stocking that was almost my height that I am now. This fucking thing was like six feet. I'm six foot five. But as a kid, you know, like I could crawl inside the fucking thing and it was always filled with individually wrapped CDs and shit like that and like cologne and all this other shit as I got older, right? Mm-hmm. So I got a CD player one year and like every fucking time I get this Nike sweater I really wanted and as I unfold it out of the box to see what it is, to, to fully see it. A bunch of individually wrapped CDs would fall out of it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Basically, every CD I fucking said I was interested in, whatever band at the time I was interested in, I got their fucking CDs. So, yeah, I was like, that's dope, man. And back then, CDs weren't cheap, and actually, I was out at the mall, and, you know, and I noticed CDs are still like 20 bucks in that. It's just Mm -hmm. crazy, because now you have iTunes and all these digital platforms, and the cost is less, and... It's kind of sad to think, you know, it's a dying art because those were like perfect gifts. I remember asking for CDs for Christmas as well. Yeah, I remember that year when I got that fucking the first CD that I bought with my own money was Nirvana. Never mind. Nice. Got it on sale for 10 bucks. Wow. So I was pretty stoked. <laughs> oh, I just remember like just traditions. Like we had um, the stockings. We'd always save those for Christmas. And um, we would always save those for Christmas Day. And typically, you know, stockings, stuffers are, like, cheap little knickknacks. Like, you know, you usually put your socks in there, your bubble bath or whatnot. Um, I remember sometimes my parents would put the video games in there, which was pretty awesome. Like, um, the GameCube games or Xbox uh, 360 games. And those were always fun, but those we always left for Christmas Day. And, you know, but like I said, the Christmas Eve tradition of one present was usually under the tree. I would pick it out or my mom, like, you know, knowing, of course, what they're where. She'd be like, oh, pick that. Like, say if it was a game or a movie, we could play that on Christmas Eve. They always do that, right? Yeah, they do. There's always something in mind, specifically. You get to think you're picking what you want, but no, you're geared towards what... uh, They think you would want to play with Or what they want you to open. Like, there's always that one go-to that's purposely, you know... But that was a lot of fun, and, you know, other um, traditions we would do is watch Christmas movies and um, have some Christmas cookies and eggnog. Of course, when I was younger, it was non-alcoholic, but as I got older, I added some rum to it, and I've actually started using Crown Royal Vanilla, actually. That's what I'm drinking right now, and it's fantastic. It is pretty good. Oh, my. It's, yeah, like, but yeah, we'd always watch the same, (sighs) yes, it's cheesy Christmas movies, and they would consist of Jingle All the Way. A Christmas Story or the Home Alone movies, which everyone knows I will watch those any time of the year. I'm sure I've mentioned that before. But believe it or not, I haven't actually watched it this year yet, and I am disappointed in myself. You know it's getting really old? What? The constant fucking bickering on fucking social media about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Oh my gosh, yes! Like... It's an ongoing debate. It's been going on forever. I've reached the point I don't even care anymore. I'm so done with this argument. Okay. But for our sake, we both agree on the Tatnus podcast. It is a Christmas movie, so deal with it, people. (laughs) You know, I always like to think it was, but I wasn't really married to the idea. But now that it pisses people off so much, it totally is. (laughs) Fuck y'all. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, there, you know what topped it for me? You showed me this picture, and it was a diehard tr- tree tro- topper. Frig. Wow. Birds <laughs> are hard. Eggnog, bro. But it was so perfect. I mean, one thing I absolutely love about Christmas is just seeing the Christmas trees and the lights. It's just, I love everyone's unique spin on Christmas trees. I'm so huge on personalized ornaments. I have, like, on my tree... A bunch of ornaments my mom gave me when I was like a baby. She bought them from Hallmark. And they're like, you know, Disney characters. I have some that my mom and my grandmother made. I actually made some myself. And I just love that. Just the personalized touch. And as I was saying about tree toppers, I actually made the Starman from Super Mario. And I love that thing. I actually saw it for sale at EB Games. But it's just so much fun to just do it yourself. And to think that no one else has it. I mean, given... A lot of trees, like, you know, some people don't maybe have that opportunity or have built that collection of personalized ornaments. And you just see the typical, you know, ornament balls or um, store-bought stuff. But I just love it. It's just, you know, everyone's take. It's You can make it your own. There's no right or wrong way to decorate a Christmas tree. But, I mean, given over the years, growing up in the 90s and that in 2000, you can definitely see how that time frame affects the decor of the Christmas decorations. It's crazy. I, I love like it. seeing the lights, man. I think people do such great work with the lights. It's just really cool to look at. Oh, absolutely. I always love that, just going for drives out, you know, especially it helps. Like when you're younger, you know, you're just supposed to be in bed earlier. It gets darker earlier, so you can enjoy all the hard work people put in on their light display. My dad actually, um, he would always do a fantastic job putting up the lights. And I always remember loving help him, even though, of course, I wouldn't go up the ladder. But just helping him out and giving ideas on that. It was so much fun. When I lived in Niagara, I actually went to a a light display once that's at the falls that you walk through. And they got animals and shit like that made out of the lights. It's gorgeous. Especially the darker it is, it looks like they're just kind of floating there in some situations. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I mean, I think that's becoming a popular thing. I know here in Halifax, like, you know, they're doing a whole um, exhibit on that. I did want to see that, but I'm like, you know, time constraints, really busy in that. But it's just so much fun, and it's just, it gives you that feeling. But I have noticed, like, as of late, I don't really see too many people doing that anymore. Not as many. I mean... I get it. Like, maybe it's just some people don't have the time or they're scared to put go up on ladders and that, especially if they're elderly and that. But when you do see it, you just appreciate the hard work someone put into it. Like, I always remember this one family that lived down the street from us. My God, they had the best light displays. It was like something that could rival the Griswolds. Like, it was fantastic. Like, they had a Santa Claus with the sled and a North Pole sign. It was just so beautiful. All right, well, let's not bore people to death with light talk. We're not, they're not a bunch of fucking electricians. So let's fucking get into Christmas specials. What are the fucking best Christmas specials? Like, what are your favorites? I have a few that I really enjoyed when I was a kid in the 90s. Like, I really dug some of the the cartoons that would be oh, on. Oh, yes. Um, like, there was a Batman cartoon that had, like, one... Uh, it was based around Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. it was, it took place on Christmas. It didn't put an emphasis necessarily, but just the snow, the animated snow and the fact that it was supposed to be Christmas was cool. It just kept you in that mood. 
And uh, the X-Men Christmas show was good. Oh, why don't I remember those? It was super good. I loved it. And uh, mm, Those sound fantastic. Every, every uh, year in the 90s, those same shows would be aired on Christmas uh, Eve mm-hmm. at around 6 p.m. or so. Oh. And then, like, the, the Christmas afternoon or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Or Christmas Eve afternoon. Um, pretty much whatever weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, dude, there's a few good ones. I mean, I always like the classic, uh, is it the claymation ones? Like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm. um, The Year Without Santa Claus. Well, that one I didn't really like. I loved Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. I would watch that all the time. That was one of my favorites. I remember watching that one year, I think it was my first time seeing it, at six years old, and I was given a glass of pop for the night. To watch it, you know, and some popcorn or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the ice cubes that I had in my glass were these plastic ice cubes. Like it was like a plastic uh, shaped like a snowman. Oh, filled with water that you freeze, uh. and then you put them in your drink, and oh then you gosh. refreeze them after you wash them. You refreeze them. Yeah, that's awesome. So I had a couple of snowmen in my drink. Oh, like, that's so dope. Let me guess what you're watching. Frosty the Snowman. It was Rudolph and Frosty, yes. Okay, I'm going to put this out here, people. I hate Frosty. We're going to fight. We're, we're gonna, I don't mind Snowman, but Frosty, I have a problem with. I do. I Just something about him, his idiocy just irks me. You got a problem with the mentally handicapped? <laughs> no! It's just, the Frosty is just like... The song and everything, it's like, oh. It just... I love that big fucking albino fucking bastard. <laughs> I don't like him, especially he tries to freeze that poor child to death. He does not. Yes, he does. They go on the train. And... I will not let you slander that snowman's good name, sir. He was a bad man. He tried to freeze a little I girl. Stra- he sacrificed his life to save her. I don't remember that. I just remember that poor child he, being cold. He fucking melted because he didn't want her to freeze. Fuck y'all. Well, anyways. He's a good man. No, he's not. I will fight you. Well, there ain't no Frosty in my house, so I ain't watching him. Screw him. I don't give a fuck what you do or don't watch, but you will not slander that good man's name. Oh, I will. We gonna fight. I will straight up stab you. All right. I mean, (laughs) what about in terms of Christmas specials? How about Christmas movies? Oh, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) I don't want to get into that fucking argument about what is or isn't a Christmas movie. Okay, well, what about, what is your feelings on uh, It's a Wonderful Life? I've never seen that. I've never seen it myself. I saw parts of it actually one night at work because we leave the TV on and we had the Christmas channel on. I feel like I almost just heard like a bunch, like thousands of listeners collectively like, what? I, I'm sorry. I hate to admit this. I may have caught parts of it on TV. I've never sat down and watched It's a Wonderful Life, and I feel horrible. Yeah, but you're still just a baby. I'm fucking going on 37 in January, so I have no excuse. I well, should have seen it by now. Today's the 23rd, so you have two days <laughs> left, sir. Chop, chop. Oh, man. Two days till Christmas is over, and then I'm not allowed to watch it anymore. But, I mean, one thing I want to say, you know... There's those Christmas movies that, regardless of the year they came out with, they they get rewatched and people love them. Oh, for sure. But can I just address this? The Hallmark Channel. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, but those movies are so lame. How and did I not know that was a channel? It, it is. 
I keep what? hearing it mentioned. I'm like, what the fuck is the Hallmark Channel? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry if you... Everyone that loves those things, those movies, that channel, please, you can come and shoot me, but... Can you tell I don't watch TV? Well, I don't have cable, but work does, and some nights I've worked, and that's on, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I'll sit and watch this. It's the same plot. <laughs> you know, businesswoman goes back home to small town, meets this handsome small business owner, all this shit happens, and they end up together. Happily ever after. The end. You know what movie I do have to admit that I like, even though people are probably going to be like, what the fuck? That's so lame. What? Jack Frost. I actually like that. Because I saw. I just. I'm such a Michael Keaton fan that like he can't do any wrong. With no, me. and that was actually quite cute. I did like that one. I like Elf. I have to say, it's one of Will Ferrell's in it, and it's one of his, his good works. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I swear, you. I put it on one time, and I was hanging out with you. You didn't watch it. No. <laughs> oh, for shame. All the shame. Ugh. <laughs> I did not, sir. Oh, gosh. Uh, no. I s- when I watch Will Ferrell shit, I expect a certain level of vulgarity. And when I don't get it, I lose interest immediately. Well, he kind of has one cotton-headed niggy muggins. Uh, no, dude. That, <laughs> that just... that No. 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 Uh-uh. No. Oh. But... I, I just cringe so hard. Oh, my gosh. But... Going back to that, I know there's one movie, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't, that everyone loves, and I just can't get on board with it, so I'm sure it'll come back to me, I'll just, right now it's not crossing my mind, so. If it's watched on Christmas Eve, is Backdoor Sluts 9 considered a Christmas movie? If they throw a Santa hat on, why not? Okay, I never made it that far. Is that even really a movie? Or is that just everyone's go-to? I think it's everyone's go-to of imaginary (laughs) pornography movies. Now I ruined it. I do like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. At first I didn't like it, but it's one of those cheesy Chevy Chase movies. You gotta love it. Uh, What about Gremlins? Do you view that as a Christmas movie? Uh, Not really. Everyone seems to. I don't. It kind of like it's based on Christmas, like the time frame anyway. Mm, oh, I mean, I can't remember the time frame. The motherfucker gets uh, Gizmo for Christmas, I believe. If I I'm thought it was mistaken. his birthday. Or, well, I don't know. Fuck. It, it's snowing and shit. So. What if they live in Alaska? I mean, or I, somewhere where there's a lot of snow. I, I don't, don't know. know. It could be his birthday. It's snowing and shit. Like, like fucking my birthday in January doesn't involve snow. Well, <laughs> yeah, you never Smoke know. Smoke another joint, dumbass. My gosh. Man. <laughs> I don't know why people listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But I, I don't think that's a real Christmas movie. I'm sorry to be honest. So, like I said, I can't. I've seen that movie once, and it was a long ass time ago, and I don't remember it showing up on too many people's uh, Christmas lists. I remember seeing two a lot more than I remember seeing one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Two was fucking hysterical. Wasn't Hulk Hogan in it? Of he course made a cameo. He was. Yeah, and Grandpa Monster. Oh. Fuck, man. It's so good. Oh, man. But, ugh, those are all good movies. A Christmas Story. Um, <laughs> I actually laugh because that movie, wasn't it filmed a majority in St. Catharines, Ontario? I really don't know. I mean, I live 20 minutes from there, but I haven't seen enough of the fucking movie to really know. 
No. And no. It's a classic. The, I don't care. The pink bunny um, pajamas. I saw a bit of it and I was like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> but it, it does tell the classic tale of being asking for a gift for Christmas and you don't get it. But in the end, Ralphie does get it. Um, I think I might have mentioned this one gift I always asked for and it was always in the Sears wish book was these stupid little plastic play tent things. You talked about this on another I show. I did. It was the toy thing, and I that was for Christmas. I always wanted one. It was always on my Christmas list. Yeah, we talked about this, though. Yeah, never got it. <laughs> okay, people fucking don't need an update since, like, how many shows ago that you still, since then, have not gotten a fucking plastic tent. Well, I hope I get one this year, okay? I'm going to fucking stitch together a bunch of sandwich bags and be like, here's your fucking tent. Okay, I... Shut up about it. They better be frozen sandwich bags or else I'm not accepting it. There's going to be absolutely no privacy whatsoever. They're going to be see-through and just... It's going to be the drizzling shits, (laughs) to be honest with you. Well, I hope you use dollar store broom handles as the support poles for the tent. I figured you'd get your own fucking poles. (laughs) Use rubber dicks for all I care. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Merry fucking Christmas to you. Oh, thanks. Uh, I don't know. Tradition-wise, like, there's not much that, um, I know a fan asked me this, and I really can't say that there's much that I do. I have a couple of fucking drinks or whatever, have a nice dinner, um, you know, and other than that, you know, just helping people that have nothing, and, you know, like, every year the, the company does that shit, my clothing line, um, but other than that, like, there's nothing really, for me personally, that I would consider... Much of a tradition. I just, I don't know, I like to watch stuff that gets me in the mood of, you know, that time of year. Because mm-hmm. it's nice. But other than that, not much. I, I fucking really don't do a lot, man. People don't get it. Like, it's not like I have guests all the time and shit like that. And, you know, I'm a pretty fucking individual cat. I got a couple people that are close with me that I keep close and I do things with. And otherwise... You know, you keep it low key. Pretty much, you know. But when I party, I fucking party. Do I not? Yes, you do. So it's like one end of the spectrum of the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess you could say a tradition. For years, when I still lived at home, even when I moved out on my own, uh, Christmas Day was typically spent with my sisters and uh, you know my parents and that. But I always enjoyed Boxing Day because we go to my mom's twins' house and all her relatives on that side. We be there we do um a gift exchange uh in the early days it would be you know it would be a secret santa for just the kids to buy gifts for the kids but obviously we all grew up so we did like you know a steel gift exchange i forget what they called it but you uh, oh, i did that yeah yeah I, I know what that yeah is. so you know you buy a gift yeah can, whatever it's really cool yeah that was a lot of fun so we started doing that in the later years a lot of fun and typically, there would be poker games going downstairs. on downstairs. We'd have a movie on and just chit-chat and that. Poker game. That's my kind of Christmas Oh, party. my God. It was the best. Like, I miss that. I wish I still lived in Ontario. I would be there. You know it, Aunt Louise. I love you. love all my family there. And that's one part I always look forward to. But one thing we haven't mentioned about Christmas is, like, treats or food that you typically consume around Christmas. I have to say, I love... Uh, gingerbread cookies, sugar bread, sugar cookies. My bad, not sugar bread. Short bread. Short, shortbread though, yes. All those, like, treats. And um, I have to admit this, I've never had Yule Logs. Like, is that a chocolate cake? Yeah, it's really good, actually. I haven't had that. Or fruit cake. I might have had a fruit, fruit cake. Fruit cake, yeah. That's and, controversial. 
<laughs> people hate that shit. It's like, you know, they joke. You give that to someone you hate, but you actually don't mind for it. I don't mind it. I'm that weird motherfucker that, like, I'll eat it right in front of you and be like, what, what's your problem? Okay, well, are you okay if I go pick up one at the gas station and bring it over? I would eat it. <laughs> I shouldn't, but I would. Like, I, I'm trying to fucking, you know, maintain muscle mass and not put on fucking body fat eating garbage but i would eat it fuck it fair enough and in front of me of course uh I, like i said earlier eggnog when i was younger it was you know non-alcoholic just the stuff but then as i got older we'd add rum to it and you actually introduced like putting whiskey in it like i said vanilla uh flavored crown royal wanted salted caramel sold out unfortunately and it's fantastic it's just something like I don't consume it as soon as it becomes available in November. Typically, that's when you see it. I like it closer to the date and just at night with a little bit of nutmeg. It's awesome. All right. Well, since you're plugging other people's shit, let's take a pause for the cause here for my sponsors to do what they do and handle some business so that way I can keep doing this, you know, because it seems to be the time where you're plugging everybody else's shit. Why not fucking give my sponsors their moment? Yep. And, uh... We'll be back in a second after a short ad. And in the meantime, I'm going to get another damn drink because listening to all this bullshit about Frosty has gotten my fucking ire up a little bit. (laughs) And I might need it to not choke a bitch. (laughs) Because I don't like Frosty. I do apologize. He slandered that poor man's I will do that. And if he comes to my window tonight to try and kill me, bring it. There's no snow where I am. Well, I hope these sponsors don't agree with your train of thought on Frosty or I'm getting new fucking sponsors. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. I won't stand for it. So let's let them have their word in, and we'll be back in a minute, man. Okay, before we go further now, um, I did promise an announcement earlier at the beginning of the show. So might as well drop that now for those that waited patiently to hear it. I'm pretty stoked to announce that in 2020... I will be launching Tatnus Co. as a company, the clothing line and the show and everything I do in general. As a lot of you know, I'm hardcore into like fitness. So uh, I'll be launching a new line of supplements for working out. So we're talking whey protein, pre-workouts, and BCAAs and things of that nature. Starting with protein, and it's going to be available to people who have different needs so for those that like their protein to be less uh what's the word i'm looking for heavy um masking yeah you know less uh filled with lactose essentially um and gluten-free i'll be catering to all people including vegans Uh, any of y'all that are vegan out there i got you covered too so don't you worry And the first flavor that I will be launching, get this now, yes, you're going to hear me fucking make your dreams come true on this one, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavor. Mm -hmm. I shit you not. Yes. Oh, my. Yes, you heard me correctly. Cinnamon Toast Crunch flavor. So, because right now, the only time you can find that shit is when it's in a mass gainer. And that's not for everyone, man. No, unfortunately not. Like, especially women, I know, are not big users of mass gainers, such as myself. Typically, we want to lose weight or tone up. So, yes, I did try a sip of a, fl- a mass gainer with that flavor. My God. And I'm it's like, spot on. It is. And it, let's face it. 
that's a common problem with a lot of proteins is the flavors suck. Or if you want the good flavors, it's in formulations that are not beneficial to your Absolutely. goals. So I'm looking to fix that. That's my mark I'm going to be leaving on the supplement game. And the pricing is going to be a lot fucking cheaper than a supplement store. So we're cutting out that middleman bullshit, that markup. That's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely. And uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. And I will be formulating things personally that will be catering to all types of needs. So whatever it is you're looking for, man, I'm going to make sure I make it. So I just thought y'all should know that. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'll let you know on a show uh, once it's going to be released in the future, near future. I'll uh, probably give about a week or two's notice on the show that to look for it. And some people will get some samples. Absolutely. So give that, it. that way, you know, they can test it out and... See that uh, I stand by my product, mm -hmm. and I think that this is going to be a game changer for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Old Blue here is going to be one of the guinea pigs, so I'll let you know how, what I think of the products as well. There you go, and I want an unbiased review. Mm -hmm. If it sucks, you tell me. Absolutely. If it sucks, I'll be the first to call myself on it and be like, nope, back to the drawing board. This is trash. So I'll, I'll get the team back on it and fucking have them do what they do mm -hmm. and get it right. Absolutely. So keep be on the lookout for that. We'll be announcing in the near future the production and release of the supplement line. Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about it. Oh, absolutely. So anyways, that's 2020, but Christmas is just around the corner. And uh, hopefully everybody's Christmas goes well. Mm-hmm. I think the one problem is that a lot of people stress out over the holidays. It's I mean, hard not to. Unnecessarily. Yes, it is, because everyone's expectations are set so high. Because um, this time of year, any religion, with all their, it's usually their biggest holidays that they observe. And, you know, people are stressed out, like, oh, I have to go buy gifts for these people. I have to go see my aunt, my uncle. I have to make appearances at Christmas parties. And I have to, like, bake. It's so much stress, and it seems to be a common theme because yeah. everyone's trying to bounce in everything you got your everyday life but now you have this holiday celebrations and you want it to be perfect and i think that's a problem a lot of people do stress out sometimes over nothing i think people forget that the important thing is that you're just with each other man like you don't have to fucking move mountains and do all this extra shit you know what i mean just be with each other absolutely and that's what i everyone seems to fail to realize that christmas is about and um, you don't need to really go all out. It's nice, but sometimes it's not worth all the stress and unnecessary preparation or even spending all that excess money. Because let's face it, not everyone has all this extra cash to go spend unnecessarily. Nine times out of ten, you don't remember the fucking gifts you got anyway. You just remember who was there. That is so true. That you know what I'm saying? You remember who the fuck was there and you remember who you regret not being able to get there because of whatever reason. And all you can think about is that you really wish they were there. Absolutely. And it's been hard, especially in the field that I work in. There's no closing on any holidays. And in my job, it's either you work one holiday or the other this time of year. So not everyone can be with their family. So... You know, and you live in a different province than your I, entire fucking family. I do, so it's hard. It just makes it very difficult. So, if you're able to have that time with your family, be thankful for it. The only time I can really do that is like on the off season. You know, when I can get time off at work, or you know, flights aren't too expensive. So 
be thankful for what you have. Count your small blessings and that. And it's like, you know, it would be nice, but I know it probably wouldn't happen in the near future. Because like I said, work, and it's just so hard to go home and see everyone. But again, like you said, it's not about the presents or the food or all that extra stuff. It's just about who you spend it with because those you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. You know, it may sound lame, but to me, this is my family. Like, I am enjoying having this time. I know it's not live or whatever, but I, I feel like I get to hang with my fans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, around Christmas, uh, to me, it's cool, man. Well, yeah. Even, like I said, like my biological family's back in Ontario, but I have my family here. Which is cool. And, you know, then that's who I spend Christmas with. And the last bit, it's been like that. And I'm so thankful for it. Family's what you make it. Absolutely. And you're damn well my family. And you know this. <laughs> yeah. And it's been great. I mean, I, my family, everyone knows my fans are my family. And whoever I handpick along the way that sticks around, that fucking, you know, holds out and stays loyal and fucking honest mm-hmm. is my family. And you're one of those people. So, I mean, fucking, I think we have a pretty good time. Oh, well, we do. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love everyone. But it's just, unfortunately, people have to understand career and uh, geography is a factor. And it's just, it can't always happen. I'm sorry, but when you work in certain fields, you just can't take the time off. Healthcare never sleeps, unfortunately. Yeah, there's a good side to it, though, man. People take things for granted way too much. Yeah? If you don't see your fucking family because of distance, when you finally do see them, it's like a celebration, man. It's not just a same old, same old fucking, you know, where you argue and bicker and whatever. It is. I have to agree. Or, you know, oh, it's you again. Like, I saw you fucking a week ago. Nah, man, it's more of a celebration. Like, it should be when you see family. Because you never know when the fuck they're going to be gone. Exactly. Especially, you know... Says the guy that doesn't have family. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if your loved ones are ill or they're advanced age, or like you said, tomorrow's not promised to us. You never know when might be the last time you've seen them. You know? I mean, hey, man, everyone knows I lost my baby boy, so this is like another Christmas without him now. Mm-hmm. And it never gets more pleasant, but, like, you fucking look at the good side of everything and just be like, he's not suffering anymore. And he wouldn't want me feeling sorry for my damn self. And sometimes it's really hard not to, you know? Like, but I, that's why I help families, you know, in his honor because I think that's what he would want. And it makes me happy. It It's like treating, you know, other children like they're my own in that sense and trying to give them what they otherwise wouldn't get. Because times get tough for people, man. And, you know, when you're in a good spot where you can help people, you fucking damn well should. Absolutely. So, you know, I think it's real important to give back. And Absolutely. It, I think it's what he would want. And I do it in his name, so he's never forgotten. Yeah. And I have to say, this year, I did mention this to you. I noticed just everyone's just so loving and treats everyone with such kindness Out and here. respect. <laughs> Out here. Out yes. here. Yes. I've clear. experienced so much love from everyone i don't think it's just the season but i've been going through personal stuff and you know people like if you need help just let me know you know i'll help you you need a ride or whatever let me know and it's just amazing it what people do for each other to help them out like i know these people i work with them or you know them as just friends or acquaintances and it's amazing you know you think there's so much evil and bad people in this world but there really isn't And I just don't want to chalk it up to it being the time of year, you know, the Christmas spirit and that. 
it's just like you said, family's what you make it, and there's different types of family, I believe. Yeah, man, family is an action, not a fucking privilege. It, it is. You know what I'm saying? Family is a title you earn. Mm-hmm. You're not born into it because people that you're fucking related to could be absolute assholes to you. You know what I mean? They could fucking sell you out at the drop of a hat, and then you could have people that you're not related to fucking biologically at all. That would take a bullet for you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've got blood that will fucking side with any detractor that ever talks shit about me. And then there's people like my fans who will fucking stomp throats if you say something negative about me. You know what I mean? There's a big difference. Huge difference. Absolutely. So that's why my fans are my family. Because they're loyal. You know what I'm saying? They're fucking real. So... I'm grateful for all of them. They are my Christmas gift, dude. Like, that's all I need is mm. fucking knowing that I got the coolest fans on the fucking planet. Absolutely. And I have to say another great uh, gift is just seeing the mad amount of numbers just from today alone on the 23rd. Yeah, and shout out to Germany, too, for, like, fucking totally digging the show. Absolutely, because, you know, we both figured, given the time of year, a lot of people aren't going to be on their computers or listening, catching up Rightfully on their podcasts. Rightfully so. Exactly. So I, I didn't expect thank you everyone. It. Yeah, I really didn't expect it, man. I was like, yo, it's fucking Christmas. Who's gonna be listening to my ass instead of spending it with their family and shit? But you never know, right? People's circumstances, you never know. Sometimes maybe this is what you do. Maybe this is your tradition listening to shows. Absolutely. You know, and hoping for a Christmas special somewhere in there. So hopefully I delivered on that for you. Um I love Christmas really. I do, too. I had my love for it rekindled over the past few years. You know, I have to say part in part, thanks to you. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I, like I said, the stereotypical bickering, people's heads getting... um, Drama. Drama. I've, unfortunately, I'm sure everyone can relate, have my fair share of that. I won't go into too much detail. Yeah, I mean, I found, like, ever since I met you, like, we've kind of just clung together and did our things together and whatever, and, um... It's been fucking pleasant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just funny, like, you know, the most joyous time of year can bring out the ugly in people, unfortunately. Yeah, but we don't have that here. No. Like, you and I fucking, you know, we have that small group of people that we just do our thing with. And, like, you know, I always, you know, fucking do things with you as well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you're like my best friend, man. Exactly. So, Thank you know, you. Uh, ever since I've known you and, like, you know, I think we've done this shit pretty well. I think we kind of pull our weight and do our thing pretty well. Absolutely. And so, it's been fun. Exactly. But, again, it's like I was saying, people lose sight of what's important and they let the worst come out in that. And, you know, my Christmas wish for everyone is just, you know, stereotypical, yes, it's just... Peace and just love for all. Like, just give yourselves a day to chill. Exactly. Let, like, the, let the shit go that, you know, is kind of agitating you, that you really want to bite someone's head off for. Just and, try not to be a cunt for a day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's my gift to everyone. Brilliantly to, said. Not to be a cunt for a day. I just mean, a day. I, I try not to, so... Why um, do you think it's called Boxing Day? Because the next day you could punch that motherfucker square in the teeth. Just give him fucking Christmas off, man. Uh... <laughs> You're going to laugh at me, but when I was younger, I thought Boxing Day was legit a boxing event. I was hoping it was, and then I was oh, sadly disappointed. Okay, can we... Do you know much about Boxing Day? I'm just curious. I know we're kind of going... I haven't the, the slightest I know it's origin. a Canadian-based holiday, but 
I never understood it. Like, I, what is Boxing Day? It's commercial as fuck. That's all it really breaks down I mean, into. Is. When I was younger, I was understood Boxing Day is when you put the tree back in the box. Yeah, but then it became so commercial where you it's You know, like, sales and all that. Right, make a buck. You know. Nonsense. But it's funny. We only celebrate it here in Canada. It's a Canadian-recognized holiday. Our American neighbors or any other uh, um, countries don't recognize it as a holiday. I didn't know that. For real. I know a lot of shit about the U.S. I'm, I'm you know, really on top of that. But uh, shout out to my fans in the U.S. I love y'all. But I didn't know that about you guys. Um, hey, man, to be fair, I didn't know... When I moved to this province from the province that I lived in, that uh, the province I lived in, Boxing Day was the day after Christmas, literally. The next day, you go out to the mall and you fucking get all these mad sales and shit. Out here, the day after Christmas, everything's closed. Boxing Day doesn't start till the day after that. I know, it's so backwards, and that threw us both off. We were both here at the I same was, like, time. Floored. I was the only thing that was open was a drugstore. It was so stupid, and I went to a fucking drugstore. Just for something to do. Just for something to do as that board. Oh I, want, I wanted to go out and do stuff, and <laughs> I you went know, to a drugstore. Driving around, and it's like, oh, this is closed, and we are both confused, like, what the heck? We spend way too much time together. <laughs> uh, we do, but I mean, it was a discovery, and I actually, you know... Moving here, talking to people that are native to this province, and like, oh yeah, it's a holiday. Everything's closed. I'm and, like, and then when you but talk, why? Then when you talk to anyone that's not from this province, they're like, yep, took me a long time to get used to that too. And they're not even from the province we came from. They're from like fucking Vancouver, like from BC. So I guess it's just a uh, Nova Scotia thing. I mean, yeah. I dig it, but it's just funny when you think of it. People lose their minds when a store is closed for a day. You you <laughs> notice that? So. I, I swore up and down I don't go out Christmas Eve, but I may have to go to the grocery store, I may not, to my, pick up something. And I'm like, oh, why do you do this to me? To my, to, why do I do this to myself? Bad grammar there. Sorry, folks. But <laughs> let's talk about Christmas shopping. Are you a last-minute Christmas gift shopper? I'm terrible. Oh, you're one of them. I don't, I'm not one of those fuckers that will do this shit in July. I'm sorry. Okay, that's excessive. I'm sorry, that's excessive, because then you forget what the frig you bought. You're yelling at me, and I don't like it. <laughs> sorry, but no, I, I didn't get that. Or say the person's interests, like, change, or they don't, or they right. go and buy it, so you're kind of screwed. But, oh my God, I remember living with my parents, my father, God bless him, Christmas Eve. Hey, you want to come with me to the mall and buy some Christmas presents? I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? It is so busy out there. Like, are you nuts and going to, like, the biggest mall in the city we lived in, Brampton? Like, no. So, again, I'm like, I'm probably an idiot. I might go to the store. I might not. I'm hoping I won't need to. So, <laughs> keep my fingers crossed. My first Christmas in this province was probably one of the best ones I had in years, honestly. That was cool, man. Mm -hmm. New place felt immediately like home. Had some really cool guests uh, immediately, and long story, so I won't talk about them right now, because that takes, like, its own show. Mm hmm And um, fresh lobster, dude, right from the fucking water out here, and you're not going to get any better than that. Mm hmm And shrimp, and... Uh, garlic so, butter? Garlic, I made lemon garlic butter. Holy fuck, dude. It was just a really nice night, oh. you know? Uh, Christmas Eve was fucking amazing, 
and uh, I, you know, it was a good start to the first uh, year out here. So I loved it, you know, and I had no idea it was only going to get way better. I was going to meet some really cool people and that were going to become a big part of my life and like fucking, you know, just really awesome. I love it out here. Absolutely. Me too. You know, it's just such a different way of life out here than it is in Ontario. Where Absolutely. We're both from. But wherever you're at, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, we all have our traditions, man. But mm -hmm. just be cool to each other, man. And just kind of enjoy your Christmas and be safe more than anything. That, oh, please. That's number one. Like,. Please yeah. don't drink and drive. Don't drive under the influence. I'm not going to beat you all over the head. I yeah. don't want to do that. Y'all are smart. You know better. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say be safe, you know, mm -hmm. on, on all accounts and take care of yourselves for sure. So that way, you know, you go into 2020 and fucking you get a nice new start just like anybody, you know, and just really enjoy the holidays, man. Enjoy each other. Don't stress out. We do that every day. Give yourself a break. It's not just for everyone else. Give yourself a break from all that. and uh, Absolutely. And just remember what's important. And eat a ton. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, I plan to on Christmas. Oh, don't we all? Oh, man. That Christmas dinner, I think we all can agree. The one, one of the meals that we all look forward to that time of year. And everyone that knows me knows if you're involved in my life, I'm the cook. So... Mm. I have witnessed it firsthand. My lord. Oh, fantastic. I love cooking. So I go all out, homemade stuffing, and the turkey is a specialized turkey that I make. And I'll, we'll get into that in another show. <laughs> um, and uh, just everything, dude. You got to have your veg in there. You got to have your fucking mashed potatoes. You got to have gravy. And... It takes a real sick fuck to not like gravy. Just putting that out there. So if you don't like gravy, uh, we're going to have some words. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't have that. Nope. You can't have you hating Frosty or hating gravy. So no, dude. Please take note of that. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? But Thankfully, I like gravy, so I'm safe. <laughs> right, but homemade stuffing, for sure, is a must every oh, year. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, but... Once I've tried your stuffing, I can never eat boxed stuffing again. I'm sorry if you serve that to me. I'm not eating it. I still dig it, but I don't know how I don't think I've ever that. had it. But I've had the old European style uh, stuffing, which is made with like the turkey gizzards and that. Yeah, I'm not about it. I'm not either. It turned me off. My grandmother, it. she's from Poland, and she made that. And no. No, I can't do it. No, I can't. Just nope. All right, we're going to wrap this up in a few minutes. So. Last thoughts on Christmas now. Best memories. Just, or or memories that really threw you for a loop. Something that tripped you out. Um, I have to say just, you know, the magic and wonder. Just waking up Christmas morning. And just being innocent. You know, believing in Santa Claus. And just waking up and everyone's just in a great mood. And just happy. And you sit around the tree and just open the presents. Okay, but as an adult. Ah. Uh, just feeling at peace with everything and everyone and being with the people that matter with me most. No perfect examples of a specific time. Most recent years. Last year, the year before that. So everything I was involved in? Pretty much. That's dope. <laughs> I, I, that's a huge compliment. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
Every every memory has a place in my heart, but of recent times, that sticks out the most. That's really cool. I have to say the same, but also uh, the one that really stands out because it was probably the first was um, when I came to the realization that the shoe was on the other foot, so to speak, like the tables had turned. I remember as a kid being so agitated because like I'd wake up in the morning super early and we couldn't open shit or go down to the tree because not until my old man had his coffee. That's it. That's all he fucking wanted was his coffee. And I was like, are you kidding me? So did my mom. Because, of course, it takes the longest. It's the one time that he would use a coffee maker and fucking, you know. And it's like, are you kidding me? And for me, the game changer was my oldest boy. I love him to death. Um, when he was three, I believe it was. Three... Yeah, three years old, just about to be four, and he's so stoked for Christmas, and he wants to open all this shit, and he's got to wait for me to get my coffee at least, because I'm still fucking exhausted, and I was just like, wow, look how things have changed, (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't bother me, it actually made me laugh, and I was just like, this is cool, you know, (laughs) this is what it's about, like, now I get to be on both sides of the coin and he's a grown man now he's a young man now i had uh started early let's just say that Mm -hmm. i was 18 for a day when my son was born he was born the day before my birthday so i turned 19 the day after he was born so he's a he's a grown young man now because i'm going on 37 as of january so uh you know he's gonna soon be in that spot (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's gonna play the uh i need coffee guy um i feel like that would be me and that's me now and you know me you've seen me in the mornings yeah and you just pointed something out to me last thought that tripped me out Mm -hmm. is uh yes i'm turning 37 next month but you pointed out that with when i was born it was how many so i've witnessed like so many decades it was a post I actually saw on Facebook. They said people born in the 80s have experienced, is it, I, I, hopefully I can remember this correctly, uh, four decades, two millenniums, and two centuries. And, and they're not even 40 yet. Absolutely. And so to think of all the changes that I have witnessed and all the things, you know, that I've seen... It's a trip, dude. It is. And I, I'm so stoked to have that honor because it's such a cool thing to be able to say because you do literally take bits of each one of those decades with you and it's kind of what makes you who you are. Absolutely. You take big pieces of each decade that molded you, you know what I mean? And you have those memories forever and it's really cool. It is. Oh, man. I mean, I was seven years late to the party, so that don't apply to me. And the older I live to see, the more that's going to intensify, which is really crazy. But anyways, we got to wrap this up, man. And uh, so I just want to let all you guys know that I'm thinking of all y'all on Mm -hmm. Christmas, man. I hope you have the best Christmas possible. If you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever it is you do celebrate, I hope it's super awesome. Absolutely. The best one yet. And I hope that every year it only gets better. And I just want you all to be safe, man. That's the important thing. Um, you just seriously be safe. Absolutely. And don't forget to relax and enjoy. Absolutely. If you got time off from whatever it is you do for a living, enjoy that time off. Don't sweat the small stuff, man. Absolutely. Life is so fucking short. 
It is. So from me, uh, all of us here, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Absolutely. And like Tatna said, whatever you celebrate, happy Hanukkah or um, Kwanzaa. Absolutely. On behalf of Tatna's Co., from everybody from top to bottom, absolutely. My personal assistant as well wanted to pass that along. And uh, do me a favor just once. If you don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, just watch it one more time. And rethink. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even care. I'm just fucking with y'all. All All right. (laughs) I will catch you guys after Christmas. I might do one more show before the New Year. Why not? Yes, fuck it. I'm doing it. Before New Year's, one more show will be released. A year in review of this show. I know it's not a full year, but it's close enough. We'll touch on all the best parts of the first year and first season of this podcast. And then we will begin season two as of 2020. Perfect. Can't wait. So I think it'll be cool, man. And if you guys got any feedback on what you think deserves to uh, be on there, then let us know. And uh, I'm going to point out the elephant in the room because at some point on this fucking show, you're going to hear a weird sound. And that would be my podcast. Who currently decided to be vocal. I guess it's Christmas. I have to let her have her fucking say. (laughs) So if you hear that, my bad. That's on me. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully you don't hold it against me. (laughs) Yep. So on behalf of Bandit 2, I hope your holiday is dope. Yep. All right, man. I'll catch you guys later. See you next time.